Hi, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. Today, we're going to speak to Ao Awa, the CEO of Hope for Stroke. And Hope for Stroke is a nonprofit stroke support organization founded in 2016 and registered also in 2016. It's based in Nigeria. Um, so we're going to hear the story of the founder and CEO. So, Owa, tell me a little bit about your organization and what, what your audience is. Okay, thank you, Cam. Um, so Hope for Stroke was better out of the need to take care of stroke victims in Africa the knowledge of stroke is, is not so much. People don't really know what stroke is. People still think it's a spiritual attack. And because I've had a 15-year experience living with my dad before his death, I'm able to convert the pain you know, into an organization that you know, wants to help the society, just to make the society better. So Hope for Stroke Foundation is um, aimed at helping people with stroke, people that have you know, a high proficiency of getting a stroke, high blood pressure and all other indicators, people who have, you know, family members who have a stroke, you know, and, you know, from statistics that the World Health Organization has provided, one out of every six persons has a stroke, you know, so the population or our target, actually one out of six of the world's population, and we hope, you know, you know that we can really, really by 20, you know, 27, reduce the number of stroke you know, occurrences in Africa by half. So if I'm understanding you correctly, you all are kind of a support, but yet you're trying also to get the information out there about stroke and really what it is. Yes, for everybody, because eventually we want to have a stroke um, center that, you know, actually takes the survivor or, you know, those who, are, who actually have the, the stroke and, you know, take them through the rehabilitation processes and, you know, help them recover. Somebody finds out about your group and they give you a call or an email or especially like people who have just had a stroke. What do you all do? We have um, a doctor that is also a trustee and then we, you know, check, we check the extent of damage and we refer them to a, a nearby hospital. That is what we can do for now. And we, we also hope to have partner with an HMO. For, so for, for the HMOs, um, we can provide you know, a certain plan for, for the organization that um, you know, the victim you know, will just pay a one-off fee. We can also pay for the victim, pay a, a yearly subscription, and then refer them to you know, the neighbor. That is what we can do now. So people who have a high risk of stroke can also contact you? How does that part work? Okay, so those who have um, a high risk, um, for instance, on the 29th of October, we have a, a, a stroke awareness campaign where we'll be checking people's blood pressures. And so those with high BP will see, you know, we have two doctors in house. We'll see our doctors. We'll talk to them, you know, try to, you know, you know talk about their lifestyles, you know, what they eat, encourage them to do regular exercising, you know, to, before administering drugs, you need to, you know, check, you know, if it can be reduced 
first of all, you know, so we just, you know, try to talk to them that this is high blood pressure, um, you know, it can lead to a stroke. A stroke, you know, is, is, a, is, a, is not a good attack. And I just try to, you know, sensitize the environment gradually in that way. So do you all travel all over the area so that people are more aware? Yes, yes. Um, what, what we are doing is um, we have a stroke walk. It's going to be a two-kilometer stroke walk from, um, so it's called Sabo to Oju Olegba. Oju is a popular market in Lagos um, under the bridge. So during our walk, we are talking to people. We are telling them um, this is stroke. This is what it happens. This is how it happens. This is how you can prevent it. And then we are inviting them, you know, to the last, the checkpoints where they can now check their blood pressures free of charge. Um, and then they will see a, a doctor free of charge. So it's going to be a two-kilometer walk that day. And we hope to have this walk um, maybe quarterly or biannually, you know, so that and other events too. Maybe it can be a football competition. It can be a stroke, um, a swimming competition. It can be, you know, just you know, events that attract people. And then, you know, with the aim of us passing the message, you know, to the people. These are the kind of things we want to do. Um, okay, so currently, because of technology, we're able to go. I mean, I can like we're we're having this conversation. We can do that kind of. So we can put this interview on our social media, on our Twitter, we copy, you know, people. I mean, so that's where we go beyond 100 kilometers. But if we really want to do in-country, I mean, locally, we can, uh, so we can have some point, maybe another, another point in maybe Abuja, for instance, which is the central, central Nigeria, and I have another point in Botakot, which is, you know, um, far south of Nigeria. So having these three points, three centers, we can connect remotely and those three centers can, you know, radially reach people around them. I, I want to go back a little bit because I think your story as far as why you started this is quite interesting. Tell us how your life was and then what happened within your family when your dad had a stroke. The year was 1997. Um, I was in primary six. Before then, my dad was, um, you know, the breadwinner. He would work, you know, eight hours a day. Um, he paid our bills and, he, you know, he, he made sure as a family and as a son, I was comfortable, my sister was comfortable, everybody was comfortable. Okay, but on the day when he had the stroke, he was, he was coming back from work and he just felt a vibration and that was all he could remember. And um, unfortunately for him, the, the attack happened on his way. There was no family member around. And, you know, when, when, they, when they got to the, the final destination where it was to, you know, alight, it was just dragged down and it was by the experts for five days. And, you know, it was until recently I knew the impact of that five days because stroke can be reversed. You know, when you get medical attention between the first three hours. But, my, but that was, you know, for five days, you know, left to death and no unattended to people were just passing by. Nobody, you know, would offer to help. Um, so after the five days, they took him to, you know, another location where he was there for another 25 days without medical attention. And so for us in the family, I almost dropped out of school, you know. 
you know, my, my mom had to, you know, work extra hours just to, you know, support us. In fact, we couldn't afford the medical bills because, you know, it was so expensive. It was at the emergency ward when we found him for another two months at Lagos University Teaching Hospital. And so I slept on the couch growing up, you know. You know, when I, when I started a phone, a, a phone call business, I was in secondary school. You know, when my mates are, my colleagues are coming from school, I will hide because I don't want them to see me because at school I was, I was quite brilliant. And That's a great way to get through this is to, to help others. When did this idea come to you? Okay, so after my dad's death, all of a sudden, I, I began to look into the society and I see people with stroke, you know, and the way they walk reminds me of my, of my dad. Uh, and all of a sudden, I have this flashback and it happens all the time. Anytime I see someone with a stroke, you know, even without seeing their face, I see them from the back and the way they walk. I began to cry. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I, I want to give them all that I have in my pocket. And so, you know, one day, you know, while, while sleeping, you know, you know, I was just thinking, and it just occurred to me that why, why don't I just, you know, help people? Although the society we live in, you know, you want to help, you know, and then someone is thinking otherwise. But, but for me, it's a bold step. So it just occurred to me, so why don't you, you know, help people? Why don't you, you know, save, you know, other families? Because I could have given an excuse that, okay, because my dad is sick, he couldn't pay my school fees. I'm not going to go to school, but today I'm an architect. You know, I work. I, I love what I do now. You know, I didn't take my dad's, you know, illness as an excuse. So why don't I just help other families too who, you know, who might have the same, you know, experience, you know, help them because of what I've gone through, help them go through those facings, you know, help, you know, give hope to them, tell them, you know, it's not the end of the world. You know, you can, you know, you can still have a conversation with your dad or your parents you know, you can still be who you want to be, despite the fact that your breadwinner has a stroke. So I, I began to call some of my friends who I think will support. I mean, if I can have the team I have now, <laughs> this is the third team, and this is the only, this is the third team, and this is the team that is standing. I have, I've had, you know, so I thought I could do it on my own, so then I call my friends, come, let's, this is what I want to do. I tell them my story, and they are like, wow, let's start it. You know, but after two weeks, I saw that they really had no, they didn't understand, they never understood because they had no experience. So the second time I did the same mistake, but the third time I, I now decided to engage people who have similar experiences. I decided to engage people who have similar experiences, who's, um, for instance, we have in our trustees, we have um, someone whose mother currently has a stroke. I know how our system works here. You know, we have different things like the American Stroke Association and the, the um, National Stroke Association. And um, we have support groups and we have support groups. We have all kinds of things. How does this fit in in Nigeria? Okay, thank you. Um, so, so in Nigeria, if, okay, I'll, I'll answer with my experience. If we had those organizations, my dad would still be alive today. If, if those organizations were really, really functioning, when my dad was on the floor, someone would have called the number and say, okay, there's someone here on the floor. Maybe he had a stroke or he slumped or something. 
someone would have come to his rescue. But up until when he died, or, and up, up, up until now, nobody is doing anything about it. You know, I know in, in America you have the, the fact, so you, you look at the face, the arm, and the speech, and then you call 911 at times. You call 911, but here, there's no number to call. There's no emergency to call, you know. So, although there are health organizations that, you know, we might want to, I might want to now, you know, approach, but I, I have to start something, and they have to see what I'm doing. After I've gotten to a certain extent where they see that I'm very serious, before I can approach them. But currently, for stroke, we don't have any functional you know, body. I'm hearing from you that in Nigeria as a whole, I guess, even finding and engaging stroke survivors might be difficult or a real challenge. But it sounds like the, the whole system itself there is is not encouraging people to seek out help they need if they've had a stroke. Is this kind of your little niche is to be, make people aware that this is a problem? Yes, to be out there as, the, as showing the problem and to be out there as being the solution. I mean, in the little way I can, I mean, because it's, it's, it's larger than me. It's not going to be me alone. You know, if I really want to do this, I might have to, you know, leave my job. I might have to, you know, forfeit some things. But, but if we're able to, if I am able to, you know, get the wheel rolling to an extent and hope that the government would take control and really, really have their own bodies and then we will now function as a proper NGO, it's fine. But I'm not going to sit down and, you know, expect that you know the government will take an action maybe in 10 years time i want to start doing mm -hmm. something now wow this is great i have to tell you that i also run an in-person stroke support group and i know how hard that is and i have all these resources that will help me i mean like stroke focus i have the brain injury radio i've got the national stroke association the American Heart and Stroke Association, you are starting with nothing and working your way through this. I'm almost speechless because you're making your own path. I think you're doing a great service there. It's difficult starting. I'm, you know, it's my, we're creating a path and we're, we're just following the path. We have to, you know, tax ourselves, even to make some shirts. You know, to get um, photography, to get um, cameras, to print some shirts, to get the um, blood pressure monitor. I would like to, um, like the American Stroke Association and those um, resources that you have, if they can, um, I mean, just um, maybe mention us on their Instagram or mention us on their, um, or repost our tweets on, on Facebook, on, um, on Twitter you know, and maybe just give us some, you know, kind of um, support, you know. We, I mean, one of my big vision is to have um, the World Health Organization, you know, support, you know, Africa and Nigeria in this. If someone's in your area, how do they get a hold of you? Um, we have a website, www.hopeforstroke.com. We're on Facebook as um, Hope for stroke ng twitter as hope for stroke 
So if you go on our website, I mean, you'll see um, details about us, you see what we do. We hope to post this event on the website you know, after we've, we've done it. We also have a, a phone number you can reach. We do WhatsApp chats, but all the details are on the website. How are you growing your group right now? So currently, it's still ideas in my head where I hope to you know, invite people to talk to us on uh, personal development, um, how to you know, give care, how to talk to people, how to interact with people with stroke because of the speech difficulty. But those are, I mean, I have lots of ideas in my head, but, but right now what we do is we, you know, we have WhatsApp meetings. We just chat, we talk about, you know, you know about what our expectations for the NGO and for the event. Um, that's what we're doing now. But I hope in the future that we can, you know, invite speakers, we can go for business trainings, we can go for, you know, these things, um, development, you know, trainings, how to you speak, you know, public speaking, um, how to, you know, those kind of things just to, for the NGO to, to work as, as a group. Hope for Stroke, um, our, our vision, our main vision at Hope for Stroke is um, focusing on Africa. Statistics say that one out of six persons have stroke, but the statistics doesn't cover Africa. So we want to, first of all, do our own statistics and ensure that the number is higher here. I want to give you know, our organization 10 years to reduce the statistics by half. Um, that, is, that is what drives me. Um, I, I don't want to see another family you know, because of you know, a stroke. I don't want to see the children of a family turn out to be miscreants in the society. That was beautifully said. Thank you, Ayu. So thank you for taking time out to be with us today. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Hand in Hand Show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to keep the discussion going, please join Stroke Focus, the social media website dedicated to stroke survivors and caregivers. The website address is https colon backslash backslash www.strokefocus.net Stroke Focus is S-T-R-O-K-E-F-O-C-U-S Stroke Focus is a part of Wohala, which in Mandarin means I have survived. If you wish to be a part of the show or would like to be interviewed as part of the show, please contact us at contact at strokefocus.net.